friends, hope you're doing well. My name's Tom Elliott and this is the Oh My Days Academy podcast, helping you to live well in all domains of life. Well, friends, I wonder how you've been coping with lockdown. It's been an interesting season, hasn't it? I was delighted this morning, though, to get a coffee handmade for me from a coffee shop. No, not uh, not a machine anymore. We're back to the coffee shops, of which I am delighted, because I had uh, a barista make the coffee for me. I mean, she didn't grind the coffee beans right in front of me, but she did make the coffee for me, and it tastes so much better when it comes from a barista than it does from a machine. Uh, I, as you, many of you know, if you've listened to a few of these episodes, I am quite a, a regular at a coffee shop. In fact. The guys at the coffee shop that I go to pretty much on a daily basis, they know my name, I've got them as friends on Facebook, and they they also, they know my order. So normally, quite often, I will be in a queue and they've already made my drink before I got there. So it was a delight today to return to the coffee shop. Uh, I'm really pleased that they're back in business and they can provide me with my large, medium, skinny, sorry, large, skinny latte, normally a medium, but today I went for a large because I needed it. And uh, so I'm delighted that they're back in business. Uh, but I wonder, how have you coped with lockdown? Send me an email uh, today at tom at tom elliotorg Elliot's two L's and two T's. Uh, so make sure you, you include that. But send me an email. How have you coped with lockdown? Have you social distanced for years and therefore been all right with it? Or have you lacked uh, and struggled through lockdown because of the lack of people? Uh, because, you know, lockdowns, we've all approached it differently. Some of us might have enjoyed the time and others might have struggled. One thing that I have certainly found is that I've had more time, but I've been less organised. So I was delighted then to have last week, my guest was Debs Absbland. Uh, who taught us how to be organised. So I've been listening to that a few times this week so that I can get back on track. And one of the things that she confessed is that she has a love for notepads. And I said that I share that love for notepads. Uh, I quite often spend more time at the stationary shelf in a supermarket than I do the food, although they're fairly equal. But uh, but still, I, I do love a good notepad. And if you love a good notepad and you want to pass that on to your children, if you're uh, a parent of young children, then you're going to love this week's episode where I speak to creator of the Happy Self Journal, Francesca Gaines. So let's get right to it. This is my conversation with the brilliant Francesca Gaines. Well, friends, I'm super excited about this episode because I've known about the Happy Self Journal uh, for quite a while. And today I have the creator of the Happy Self Journal, which I've long admired. And in fact, I'm about to consider buying it for my daughter. My daughter's about to hit the age where uh, having a Happy Self Journal would be good for her. Uh, and so we're actually about to buy it. So Francesca, welcome. Do share a little bit with us. For those that haven't come across it, what is the Happy Self Journal? So the Happy Self Journal is a lovely notebook. Um, it's a, introducing the concept of daily journaling for children, um, kind of six to 12 year olds. And so it gets filled out every day, normally at bedtime. And the daily pages kind of allow children to practice gratitude, um, reflect on kind of um, kind of a, a positive quote on the day and they get introduced um, to kind of kindness prompts and mindset prompts and all of this is to kind of instill the positive habits that our science has shown kind of can support our happiness and well-being. 
Amazing. Uh, amazing. Francesca, tell us a bit about the story behind its creation. So this is something I started working on uh, back in 2017. I think for me, it was a combination of factors. Um, at the time, obviously, I've got two kids and I just kept reading stuff in the press about the rise in mental health issues in young people and the rise in anxiety. Um, and there seemed to be a lot of press on kind of all the problems and the lack of funding for fixing the problems. And I could never see anything about what could be done to prevent or, um, you know, to kind of preempt all of this happening. Um, and at the same time, I was becoming increasingly interested in this whole field of research kind of called the science of happiness, um, kind of, you know, this whole area of positive psychology, basically. And sure. it seemed to me that the research was showing that there were some really simple practices that are um, have amazing kind of science backed results that if we do those, um, it really shifts kind of our happiness levels and happiness has been shown to have an incredibly long list of benefits. Um, so it's in all of our interest to kind of figure out kind of how to boost our happiness. And it just seemed to me that there was an opportunity to bring these skills to our children um, kind of before life started getting more complicated, I think. Um, I think there's a lot of adults trying to figure this stuff out. Um, and it just seemed to me, why not introduce these concepts at, at a much younger age? Sure. Uh, Francesca, have you, have you always been a journaler? Are you someone that journals? I have always kept some sort of journal um, and kind of gone into scrapbooks. And I've always kept something that was kind of a record keeping um, activity. But what really shifted it for me was when um, I learned about the kind of gratitude practice and the power of a gratitude journal. Um, and so that's something I have been keeping for a good number of years now. Um, and I think that the simplicity of a gratitude journal is um, is really what I wanted to bring into the the happy self journal. And that is kind of, it underpins and is on every single one of our daily pages. And then there's other stuff that comes in, but that is kind of the foundation of it. Very good. And, and so I know that when you were creating this, part of the agenda was to rebalance the kind of online and uh, and digital uh, alongside the kind of getting offline and and doing some maybe pen and yeah. paper what was the what was yeah. the transition what was the choice behind going back to pen and paper as opposed to creating something digital oh pen and paper i love pen and paper um <laughs> tell me about so, it <laughs> um before i worked on the happy self journal or whilst i was creating it uh, my previous business was all around and productivity. And so a lot of my work and a lot of my time was spent looking at all the latest apps and tools and helping people get organized and, and kind of, you know, being more efficient with their time. Um, and it just seemed to me increasingly that the, um, it was just, it's just counter, I mean, it's just counterproductive. All this, like we are overwhelmed with the amount of information hitting at us. We're constantly looking for the next app to kind of help with that. But actually that's just adding to the problem and people end up spending more time choosing an app than actually just using it. Um, and it seemed to me it was more effective with my clients and with myself, because I'm always testing this stuff on myself, um, that if you remove yourself from the tech during that kind of planning, um, kind of, you know, organizing phase and going back to pen and paper, there's something just very, 
soothing, very calming about it. Um, the, the physical act of it, I think, is also really important. Um, I'm sure there's research as well that says that if you write down your goals, you're more likely to um, kind of achieve them. And I just think returning to something that's really tactile is something really important. I think that's something that we've lost a lot in society. If you look at kids, you know, it's all all of this screen-based stuff. And then you look at a lot of the playground kind of um, fads. A lot of it is very tactile, you know, like how my daughter went through a whole phase of being obsessed with like slime. And then there were all the fidget spinners (laughs) and the Rubik's cubes. And actually, if you look at all of these, to me, I see something really tactile. I see hands wanting to, you know, touch and use something. Um, And for me, I think pen and paper, like really nice writing experience is really important, Um, which is why I went through a lot of trouble. It took me a long time to find, you know, the right manufacturer and get the quality and the, you know, our cover is like really soft and tactile and kids love stroking it and the paper's really nice and it's just a joy to use. You know, funny you should say that. I was preparing this interview last night uh, and my wife was having a look at your website as well. We were talking about buying our daughter one and uh, my, my wife said, oh, oh, I, I love the cover. I can see it. I can stroke it. And she was saying, yes. I, this appeals to women and, and mothers because we just <laughs> love the look and the feel of, of this kind of thing. And so funny you should say that because uh, that even by an image on your website, you'd you'd won my wife over uh, because it looked oh, like fantastic. a soft, nice cover. It uh, is soft. It is lovely. Um, yeah, I get the really sometimes very sweet emails from parents who are like telling me how their child strokes it and kisses it goodnight <laughs> and how it's just so lovely and it becomes like a real precious object um you know something that's treasured and i think that it has to be part of the experience you're just not going to get that from from an app sure how was the transition between digital and because you, you you first created this for your own family before you uh, launched it kind of internationally um how was it the the transition from being a digital family by and large through to kind of readdressing that balance did your kids find that easy did you find it easy yeah I think this is very interesting so with the work I was doing before again like I said I'm always my own guinea pig and so the family came part of that and so we did lots of experiments um um, kind of switching off. Um, and especially with my youngest son, I think it's interesting. Like, I don't think you can have like hard and fast rules that, um, you know, are the same for everyone. I mean, certainly the way my daughter interacts with tech and reacts to it has always been very different to my son. He was definitely much more the kind of child who like always wanted to spend more time on it. And you could see behavioral changes and, you know, we would do kind of cold Turkey, um, switch off experiments with him and, and um, we did one with him, which was just transformative. And this was whilst I was doing the early research for the journal. He went um, kind of totally switched off for several months. And the changes that we saw in his behavior, sleep, um, engagement, everything was just amazing. And he wasn't, he was maybe having an hour of tech a day. So I mean, like nothing even, you know, remotely crazy. Um, It was really interesting. And we often have switch off days as a whole family or switch off weekends. We'll do kind of offline reading hours. We make a big effort to get the board games out and the puzzles to put phones away like no phones upstairs in bedrooms obviously no phones at the table but we've got quite 
good kind of house rules in place um, that I feel kind of really work for us. And I, yeah, I'm always encouraging people to, to just try this stuff. I think people often think, oh, I can never do that. I'm like, really, you could never as a family go switch off and they're like horrified. They think like <laughs> of the, the battles that will happen. And actually the kids, our kids loved it. They know it's for a day. They know that there's other stuff that they will be doing. It's um, And actually they really welcomed it. That's part of the secret though, isn't it, Francesca, I think, is to make sure that there's something attractive and exciting that they go to other than their phone. Because uh, yes. I, I think part of the thing is it, we've tried to do this before and the reason we failed is because we haven't planned what to replace it with. Um, yes. And so, yeah, having something that they go to, particularly, I mean, it, for a child to be journaling, I mean, that must just be incredible uh, for once they get into the habit of it. Oh, it's lovely. Um, I see like my daughter now, she's 14, so she's you know, she's been doing it since we launched. So she's, you know, very independent at it. Um, when I say goodnight to her, she's in bed, she's got her journal, she's got her like nice pens and things. And um, I'm just so proud to see that because I know that that habit and that ability to just sit and reflect is something that will be so valuable for her, especially as kind of she's hitting like, you know, the teens. Um, and then with my son, who's a bit younger, he he's 10, we, we do it together or he often does it with his sister. And again, I think just being just so open to the fact that it's normal to, you know, have a range of emotions, to talk about them, to ask for help, to know that, you know, there's always going to be challenges and that we all share this um, is, is really, really valuable. They must be very proud kids knowing that their mum has put this together and created this for them. And what a, what a legacy for them as they go into adult life uh, to carry this kind of habit with them that that is transformative in many ways. Uh, really, really good. Uh, Francesca, you did a lot of research. You did a lot of study around kind of child well-being and child development. Tell us a bit about how much that research informed the creation of the planner. The, the journal, yeah, sorry. I think I'm I'm one of these um, lifelong students and given half a chance, I'd be doing a PhD in neuroscience and <laughs> kind of positive psychology right now. Um, but yes, I've done um, a huge amount of reading. And I think the, the um, most rewarding part of that was a course I did um, with Berkeley University. They have um, a course on the science of happiness that you can do online. And it's a series of modules and webinars and courses and various kind of um, assessments and things. And that just takes you through the history of happiness, um, the history of the research, the new research, the latest papers and how, you know, how the, you know, what, what's coming out and um, how to apply it in day-to-day -day life. And to me, that was just absolutely fascinating. And I think from that, I was able to take some of the core kind of happiness practices, um, pick out the ones that I thought would be most kind of engaging for children or easiest to introduce to children and kind of have, um, you know, that you could bring into the kind of journaling um, concept. And that kind of formed the basis of when we started looking at kind of page designs and layouts and how we would bring that content to life within the journal. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Can I encourage you to join the Insiders Club of the All oh My Days Academy today, where we help you to implement the wisdom shared with additional content, templates, book giveaways, and access to a secret communications channel. 
Now, it's a monthly subscription, but it is pay what you want. Friends, here's what some of our members said. Hi, I'm Alison, and I joined Insiders Club because I wanted a new perspective and something uplifting to listen to. Hey, I'm Jamie. Uh, I joined the Insiders Club uh, because I just want to live every day uh, with a purpose um, according to what I've been called to do. I joined the Insiders Club because I wanted to dig a bit deeper and look at more practical ways that I could keep motivated and stay focused. Friends, join the Insiders Club today at allmydaysacademy.co.uk. Francesca, what input did did your kids have in the creation of the planet? Are they and how much are they engaged with it now? Oh, my kids! Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely, my daughter has helped me throughout um, because she was just the perfect age um, for the testing of the the first one that came out in twenty eighteen, um, and so she um, inputted on the design. I even took her with me to meet the designer when we did the kind of branding brief and design brief, and it was kind of a a, a double thing. One, I wanted her to be part of the process because I wanted her to see what it was going to be like to take an idea from idea through to actual product. So as a kind of business journey, kind of not knowing then what would happen, whether we'd ever even go to print or sell a single journey um, (laughs) journal. And secondly, I wanted her to be part of it because ultimately she was my target audience. And so um, no better than to, you know, hear what what works what doesn't work what doesn't appeal from from yeah from your perfect audience um so she's been part of it obviously my son as well he was a bit younger but um as part of the testing always giving feedback and um all uh, forever grateful to all of our friends and family with kids in that age group who you know were subjected to our early testing booklets um and helped us in those early phases and how long has it been Um, there since you first went to print um, so we launched, uh, so nearly two years ago. So we launched in August, 2018. Yes. So we'll be celebrating our second birthday wow. um, very soon. And, um, yeah, my daughter has been helping me. So we launched a new journal at 12 plus, so kind of a teen journal. And again, she was instrumental in guiding that because she has very much outgrown the original one. So that was very nice. Um, and now as her summer, um, kind of homework to help me. I've tasked her with figuring out Pinterest. And so she's managing our <laughs> Pinterest, our Pinterest accounts. So she's very useful. Very good. Very good. And I love, I love the passing on of your kind of entrepreneurialism uh, into your daughter as well. And even now uh, handing her that em- empowerment of, uh, of responsibility for the Pinterest. Uh, very good. Very good. I love that. Uh, tell us then, tell us some stories. You must get, I, I've seen your Instagram account, you get loads of people sending photos of their kids and stories coming back of kids' lives being kind of transformed and, and different because they've started mm. to use this planner. Tell us some of the stories of people that have engaged with it. Oh, yeah. I think the stories have really, they've what kept me going and it kind of inspired me. And because obviously, as you'll know, um, entrepreneurial life is just this massive roller coaster of ups and downs. And so when you've had a really crap day and then you read an email of somebody just thanking you or sharing something um, that happened thanks to the journal, it just really does actually keep you going. So it's incredibly humbling. I mean, the emails I've had from parents um, 
who have the, the journals been bought for children, you know, where there's bereavement, where there's, um, you know, anxiety, divorce, um, illness in the family and all sorts of, um, you know, difficult situations. And the journals kind of brought in as a way to help give the child a safe space to kind of share and reflect on all that's happening. Um, and I really encourage parents to do the journal with the kids, especially the younger ones. And so the stories that come back are these, you know, thanks for amazing conversations that would otherwise not have happened that they didn't think would be ever possible that the level of connection um, is, was completely new. Um, children, autistic children who normally really struggle to communicate and share feelings were starting to express themselves in ways that parents hadn't seen. Um, uh, some really heartbreaking stories of parents who found out that their children were being bullied at school because the journal was prompting this type of, you know, reflection and sharing and mm. the child had not found any other way to share it. And it was thanks to doing the journal that all of this came out. So the parents were able to go to school and like take action. Um, so I really, it's incredibly humbling um, to hear all this and to think that our journal is kind of, I, I kind of picture our little yellow journals on bedside tables around the world and these lovely um, conversations happening. It's, it's really nice. And you, you've also uh, worked or alongside or supported uh, charities such as uh, Bernardo's and Action for Children to, to give away journals to kids who perhaps are in hospital or with mental health uh, yeah, impact. Yeah, we've... We really try and do our best to um, make the journals available and we often get requests from charities and we do our best to kind of, you know, offer them journals to, yeah, children in hospitals or children in hospices where they're supporting the, the siblings um, who are, you know, going through difficult times. We recently um, also distributed a grant thanks to Innovate UK where we were able to distribute thousands of our journals through schools for children on free school meals. So again, Amazing. Kids and families where, you know, they would otherwise not be able to access um, a lovely product like ours. And so that was incredibly rewarding to do as well. Amazing. Francesca, I love it. Francesca, we've got a couple of minutes, uh, a few minutes left uh, for the interview. I just want to ask you, you talk about children being world ready. Uh, what, do you, what would you say some of the key characteristics of being world ready are? Oh, yeah, I think this is really important. I think this is kind of challenging what kids are taught through the traditional education system and actually looking at it from a kind of point of view of a parent who's running their own business and who sees the world of work forever changing. And as a parent who's obviously worked in productivity and looked at the whole kind of nature of online life and data and all of this and just mm. the how the volume of information is just going to be for ever increasing, how life is going to be forever more switched on and how the job market is never going to be the same again. And I think we need kids who are like really curious, who um, will be, you know, happy learners because, um, you know, the skills that I'm using now to run my business are completely different to what I did at school or university. Um, so kind of curiosity, learning, um, and being kind of open-minded to see, um, you know, opportunities in the world and to not be held back and to, um, you know, pursue those. Um, 
and to feel that that they can try that. And I think that's one of the things that to me was really important in taking the journal to print. And I can assure you there are many times when I thought, my God, why am I doing this? But I had promised my kids and they were so excited. I was like, no, that's it. We will take this to print. I need to show them. Uh, success is not linear and it's not easy and it's we don't know what's going to happen, but we need to try. And this is how we go about it. And I think those kind of entrepreneurial skills are um, just so important. Well, Francesca, we'll we'll drop a link in for, for an Amazon link into our Amazon store for the Happy South Journal, but also w- people can go to your website and buy direct from there as well. Yes. Where, where can they find you on you online? Can, yeah, you can find us at happyselfjournal.com. Brilliant. Uh, Francesca, I've got one more question that I ask every single one of my guests, uh, and, and I'd love to hear your response to this as well. And that is, what does it mean for you to live life fully? To live life fully. I think what I have learned um, as part of this journey that I've been on with, with the journal is the importance of gratitude. And I think we can only really live life fully if we can be grateful for what we have in the moment um, and not be worrying about the past, not be fretting about the future, not be always wanting something new or different, but actually being truly grounded and grateful for the here and now and for what we have. Absolutely. And I know the Happy Self Journal uh, prioritizes that and encourages that uh, all, all throughout it. So uh, thank you ever so much, Francesca. Inside the Insiders Club, uh, friends, Francesca talks through five of the Happy Self Journal values uh, that you can share with your child uh, to see a difference in them. Uh, but Francesca, thanks ever so much for joining us on the Oh My Days Academy. Well, friends, that was the brilliant Francesca Gaines, creator of the Happy Self Journal. Friends, if you have a young child in your family, whether that's your child or whether you are a niece or nephew or whatever you are, if there's a young child in your family that you think would benefit, why don't you go and buy a copy? You can get a copy either from the Happy Self Journal website or you can head to the Amazon store for the Old My Days Academy, which is uh, amazon.co.uk forward slash shop forward slash Tom Elliott UK. Elliot's two L's and two T's. Now, friends, I've got some good news. We are just about to tip over the thousand downloads mark of this podcast, which I think is pretty good for 21 episodes in. And so I'd love to scale that and advance that in the next few weeks and months. So I wondered if you could help me. Take a look at your phone or whatever you listen to this on and scroll through the episodes through the app. There's 21 episodes. Scroll through them and ask yourself the question, uh, is there anyone that I know that would benefit from the wisdom shared in one of these episodes? Whether that's the episode on relational health with Matt Bird or whether it's the decluttering with Kathy Lip or whether it's this one about child well-being. If you know a parent of a young child who obviously would be interested in the well-being and development of their child, then why don't you send them this link? What is, whichever episode benefits. Uh, why don't you send them the link and say, can I encourage you to listen to and subscribe to this podcast? I do and I love it, you say, uh, which I hope accurately describes your feelings towards this podcast. But do share it with them. Uh, we want to reach as many people and, as we can. And we have some very exciting things coming up for the autumn. Uh, so do watch this space 
uh, and uh, make sure you consider joining the Insiders Club because that too is advancing and getting better. So make sure you share it because there's lots going on and things are improving all of the time. So, uh, friends, thanks ever so much for joining us once again on the All My Days Academy, helping you to live well in every domain of life. See you soon.